Good evening, everyone, to the Tuesday Doug and Barnes show. My name is Doug, and I'm getting Barnes in here right now. Connecting, connecting. Here he is. Barnes, what's going on? What's happening, buddy? Dude, it's Tuesday. It's the Doug and Barnes show. It's the Tuesday Taco Bell-sponsored Doug and Barnes show, to be exact. Unofficially Taco sponsored Bell. by Taco Bell. Taco Bell <laughs> sponsored Doug and Barnes show. Love it. Listen, it's going to happen one of these days. They got to give in to our, our content. We're just phenomenal. Do you know? I don't even. Do we do we have like an address for Bleacher Brawls? Because one day we might just get like a Taco Twelve Pack delivered to us, and where would it go? You can send it directly to my house. I am in New Jersey. Taco Bell. I would, and also I'll record it. I'll record me eating the Taco uh, Twelve Pack, dude. Maybe we should do that as a show. Like, maybe one of these times, like we have our podcast, right? But you can't see our faces. Like, remember when we did the milk gallon challenge in college? Oh, like, that was that was great. <laughs> we should. That we was- should. We should figure out a way to do a podcast where we do something dumb like that, like the, that, another milk well, gallon challenge, or that would, or like that even night, taco twelve pack. If for those of you who don't know what the gallon challenge is, it's when you, it's <laughs> literally that you try to drink a gallon of whole milk in an hour. And <laughs> let me tell you something that our dorm room smelt like cottage cheese Ugh. and defeat. Like, it was just not a good time. Yeah. I mean, so, it was a great time, but not a good time. It was a wonderful time. We had, uh, and Patrick might edit this out, we had four of us, uh, me, Barnes, Vinny, and, and Bald Kevin. We had so many Kevins who we hung out with. We had to name him Bald Kevin. <laughs> I hope Shout Bald Kevin to Bald listens Kevin. to this. Anyway, the four, I went out, I got four whole milk, whole gallons of whole milk. We started a timer. And we had an audience. The, the room was packed. Remember that? We got like yeah, every, everyone was there. Tyrell was there. Christian was there. Tyree was like literally everyone was there. Wolf was there. Jesus Oof, Christ. Wolf. Wolf. Everyone Oof, we knew was... came just to watch the four of us do the milk gallon challenge, right? So, um, you know, towards the end, maybe like the last 10 minutes, we're all like maybe. Eight to sixteen ounces of milk left, like one or two cups left, <laughs> and <laughs> and we're like, all right, you know, we only got a cup left. This is this is easy. I remember I was so cold from drinking all that milk that I had <laughs> Dude, to put your on lips were sweatshirt, blue. sweatpants. Oh, anyway, pretty much at the same time, all of us were like, nope, <laughs> and yeah. we all had to find a spot to throw up in. <laughs> There were yeah the sinks, the toilet, the tub. <laughs> it it was not a good time. I, I think Vinny got relegated to the tub. <laughs> uh, what a good time! What a free and and here at the Doug and Barn Show, we're about having a good time. We want to kick back, talk baseball with you guys. And just have a, like we said, have a good freaking time. If you're listening in, uh, Yankees fans, we have uh, a later game. We're on the West Coast. We're playing the Angels tonight. If you're a Sox fan, 
you got your 740 game. You're playing the Twins in uh in Minneapolis. And then if you're an O's fan, like whoop, Doug, whoop. they're they're playing right now. It's the bottom of the fourth, and the Guardians just took the lead. Just right now. Yeah, Naylor hits a two-run home run. Shit. Um, but that actually kind of brings me to to uh, what I kind of want to bring up tonight. I know we probably have an agenda. Uh, Doug's always great on it, and I kind of just spitball a few ideas here and there. But the the O's, the O's. The O's. I I feel like they've been on this launch pad of just, all right, we're firing on all cylinders, and they're kicking ass and taking names. And uh, unlike the Milk Gallon Challenge, these guys are crushing it. Like, I'm watching these guys, and they're just chugging this milk. And I'm like, holy cow, I think they're going to do it. When or Will they ever hit that last sixteen ounces of milk like we did, and then just up chuck? Like, is that <laughs> will that happen with this O's team? Uh, Doug, you're the resident O's fan. What do you think? All right, so I have. I was I was thinking the other day because I was I was in class and I was like not paying attention to what I should have been paying attention to, and I'm looking at the baseball standings and I'm like. I'm looking at everyone's record, you know, I'm looking at Tampa Bay, Toronto, Baltimore, and Seattle, right? Um, as of this is as of yesterday, or maybe I updated it. Baltimore was 67 and 60, right? And Tampa Bay was uh, uh, Tampa Bay was 70 and 57. Toronto was 68 and 58. They won in extra innings last night. So um they are 69 and 58 and Seattle's 70 and 58, right? So they're all around the same with 35 games to go. Seattle has 34 games to go. All right. So I thought, all right, what's the magic number that's going to get, that's, you know, going to secure a wild card spot or yeah. a, cause, cause I mean, w- w- Less than a quarter left. Only, th- you know, 35 and 34 games left. And it we're, we're essentially all in a race right now. So you have these four guys, and they all are within a, a very close range. And I'm like, what is the number of games needed to win? So I said, what if I said 90, right? Because 90, it was 90 last year. Um, the Red Sox, the Rays, the Red Sox in Toronto, I think both had 90 last year. And I think the, the had like 89 or 88. I I can't remember off the top of my head. I know they were close. Um, so, so I just said, what if that magic number this year is 90, right? If you get 90 wins, you're in. Does that sound plausible? I would I would say ninety. You're looking at tiptoeing in. I I, okay. I I legitimately think. Heck, the, obviously we've mentioned it on this show before. We've mentioned it on our Bleacher Brawls podcast, and you can find that anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Pod or Spotify. Uh, we've also said that there's a lot of just divisional play, like a lot of AL East beating up on each other, yeah. and. Who like who knows how that's going to transpire? Obviously, the the central has a lot of those teams beating up on each other: Guardians, Twins, White Sox. 
Obviously, the White Sox are kind of like slumping right now, so they might just see themselves out. I think the White Sox are out of it. I, it really feels like that. But to stay on topic with the O's is, hey, you know what? If they keep beating up on each other, it could be as little as like in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like if they just keep beating up on each other, yeah. like if, they go, if they're going one and one and one, like if they're just going back and forth, it could be in the 80s. Like I could really see that. I think 90 almost like kind of like locks you in, maybe not comfortably, but I think that might lock you in. All right, so yeah, you you could be definitely right. So it it's funny because if we erased the season from here, right? They said, um, you know, everyone's zero and zero, right? Obviously, like Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Seattle are winning, but Baltimore's only two ahead. So let's say those three teams start two games ahead, right? It it. It's just basically whoever has the best 35-game record moving forward, right? Yeah, it's just a clean slate. It's it, it's almost like when you're playing in the backyard and you're like, all right, hey, like, I know we were blowing, like, backyard wiffle ball game and you're, you're winning up, you're winning by 10 runs and eventually you just go, all right, let's call it new game, first is five wins. And then the team, like, the losing team could win. You're like, oh, well, no, you just, you get rid of the front half. It's it. How well can you finish? Yeah, and you know, so, so so I did some numbers, right? Tampa Bay goes twenty and fifteen; they get ninety wins. Toronto get same twenty and fifteen, so they'd have to go twenty one and fourteen to get to ninety wins. Baltimore would have to go twenty three and twelve to get to ninety wins. And Seattle would have to go twenty and fourteen to get to ninety wins. So like, uh, I'm gonna pull up the I'm gonna pull up the O's uh, rest of season schedule and like yeah I, so th- I I got it written down here. Oh my man! So so let, let I'll start off with this right as we said on Sunday I think we said on Sunday they have ten games versus Toronto left. That's huge. Um, Toronto, Toronto, not only do they have 10 versus the Orioles, but they have nine versus the Rays and whatever else, you know, I, I just, I just looked and saw that. So that's, that's hard. That's, that's a tough, you know, cause I think uh, Baltimore's gone like five and one against Toronto this year or something like that. They, They've played very well versus Toronto this year so far. The Rays have the hardest schedule remaining. They got six against the Yankees, six against the Astros, nine against Toronto, and then whatever else. That's 15. That's 21 games out of the 35 they have remaining are against the Yankees, Astros, and Toronto. So that's difficult, right? If you get the Rays and Toronto beating up on each other and – the Orioles could win some games against some more games against Toronto. Toronto might not make that ninety win mark. Yeah, I mean, the more I, the, it's it's really fun, and and so the this I hate saying like this, but this wild card race feels like a heavyweight fight where these guys are these teams are just delivering blows back and forth, boom, boom, and yeah. you're like. 
who's going to just stick it out the longest? Right. Like who? And obviously, you know, these teams like, like we just ran, Doug just ran the numbers. It's like teams have to have some pretty good thirty-five to thirty-four, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, stretches like who's going to, you know, and my biggest word is finish, and that was the big word I used for the Yankees all two months ago. Finish, and it's it's really tough. I I really. The more and more that this uh, podcast becomes a, an Orioles podcast, the more I buy it. It, it becomes less Yankees, <laughs> Red Sox. It becomes just more Orioles. And I'm wondering if, you know, Derek will become a, a, a raise uh, speaker uh, of hell. Uh, someone else will be a freaking Blue Jays fan. of. Uh, no one will be a Blue Jays fan. Let's be real. No. Um, sorry. Sorry, Canada. You you get nothing. Good day, <laughs> sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> Um, but I, I just don't see the, these Orioles they're and we've mentioned it before. I've said before when they're having fun, they're playing great. And this, this young group of guys on this Baltimore team looks like they're having fun. Yeah. You know, they, they got the A's, they've got the, like you said, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox are beatable. The Nationals are really beatable. They got the Tigers. Like, yeah, I don't see how they don't get in. And so, I don't. Yeah, like, they would. They, I feel like they would need a collapse. And I'm wondering because they're so hot now, almost like what the Yankees did in the beginning of the season. Like, and now they're collapsing. The wheels are falling off. Is that going to happen? Yeah. So just to recap, that's 15 games against last place divisional teams: Red Sox, Tigers, A's, and the Nationals. So, just let, let's say they go, you know, so let's say that's 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. That's like a four-game yeah. like four series with that, everyone left, right? Red Sox, Tigers, A's. Yeah. So, two four-game two four series. No. That's, uh, I, mean, I mean, put it this way. If you have each of those last-place teams for, you know, let's say 15 games – and yeah. you go, you go two and one yep. in those series. You know you're only dropping three games, and you know you you've got you know you're twelve and three in that stretch, and that's half of what the Orioles need to get to ninety. Yeah, so, you know, so like, yeah, exactly. I think, and this team can compete with the big dogs. We've seen it. Doug's been on it all year. Before Patrick, don't let Patrick fool you. <laughs> Doug's been on it before. And uh, yeah. like Doug has been spreading the the hotness. He's been like, "Hey, <laughs> this is the new hotness. Hey, this is the new hotness. Hey, this is the new girl who just got to the school. She's cute. She's cool. I'm into her first. Hey, she's a little quirky, but no, the, the Orioles are for real, and I'm really excited. Like personally, I actually yes. just picked up a bunch of Adley Rushman cards. Yes. Um, Doug, I got a few coming your way, so nice to yes. you. Um, but. You know, we'll stop talking about the Orioles because I know Luke will be listening to this. And be like, why do you guys talk about the Orioles so much? Come on, it's a Red Sox and Yankees show. <laughs> and that being said, let's bring up Doug's former team because they're a bunch of losers. The Oof. Red Sox, who you just alluded to, are in la- are in last place. And what I will say is, I've kind of enjoyed watching them 
play and try to figure out what the like what they have left uh, in tonight's game in Minnesota. They have Cutter Crawford on the mound, and I'm going to be honest. I think the kid has got a little bit of talent. I know he's not like a big prospect by any means, and Derek will be like, "Hey, you know, he's just some like kid, and he's all right." And I've seen some <laughs> of his stuff on his day; he's pretty good. Yeah, he's had a bunch of uh, good games. However, the Red Sox—it's not about individual perform. It, it's been a series of individual performances, and then nobody else. Pretty much, seemingly the whole season. For for a, a given week, you'll get a guy who's who's going out and kicking ass, but the rest of the team just sucking. And they had a chance to come in here, uh, go to Minnesota. Like Minnesota's ahead of them. Like we could in some alternate universe, right? If the Red Sox went, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they could have done this. If they, they went, done yeah. <laughs> God, if they went. 30 and five the rest of the way they would, they would end up at 92 92. and 72. 72. Right. And like, wait, no, wait, you can't, that's not possible. You can't go 92 and 72. Uh, my math's off here. Eh, whatever. What did I say? Something, whatever, something like that. Not the point. We're not math guys here. Oh no, they have, so, oh, they have, they have, uh, 129 games played so they only have 33 more left so they have to go 30 30 and three yeah <laughs> that makes which, sense. which won't happen right and even though it's a nice fairy tale that it will never be told but like you got to give yourself the chance when you walk in right you 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 walk into minnesota and be like hey these guys are ahead of me in the wild card standings if if we want any chance to start now, like we have to beat them, and even if they swept them, they wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have, the Twins would still be ahead of them, and it's like, you know, nobody was predicting a sweep, but your mind starts no, to wonder, no. right? Yeah, and it's it's like you said, it it seems like the Red Sox right now are having one guy per week, and it doesn't seem like like three or four guys are having above average weeks. It's just one guy's having an awesome week and that's it. And that's not how you win baseball games. That's not no. how you win long term. And for for what it was, especially as a Yankee fan, there were times where it was like it was just the Aaron Judge show. Aaron yeah. Judge was coming in, he was kicking ass, taking names, he was winning like, oh the Yankees won one zero. Oh, how'd they win? Aaron Judge hit a home run. Oh, the Yankees won three to two. Had they won? Aaron Judge hit a three-run home run to take the lead, and everyone was like, "Oh man, well, you know, the Yankees are just one guy." And to be honest, he he kind of is that. However, you know, Judge didn't have a great run, and the Yankees were at, were bad. But there were times where a couple of the, a couple of the other guys were just hitting, even just reasonably well, and that's how you win games. And mm-hmm. if there's Besides, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna exempt two guys. Uh, I'm gonna exempt one guy right now because he's you know I'm gonna exempt Xander Bogarts real quick. Not to like give him. I'm not giving him a free pass. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But it's like, what player on the what player on the Red Sox do you really need to like? Just see them grab the team by the scruff of the neck and be like, guys, we we need to wake the hell up. 
I know, like, we've kind of mentioned it before that Xander's kind of like the anointed captain by the fans, you know, whether he actually is or not. But, you know, it seems like he's, you know, not necessarily doing that. He had his, like, little stint. He's got, like, some, quote, like, contract things going on in his head. But, like, what other guys on this team can, like, really grab the scruff of the neck of the Red Sox? So I've been, I've been talking about that for a while now. Um, like who, like about accountability, I've been talking about accountability for a long time now and nobody stepped up and done it. Right. But uh, you, you know, you'll get Alex Cora after a game. Well, we we're playing, we're not playing good baseball right now. All right. Well, what the hell are you going to do? Like the whole world can see you're not playing good baseball, but what are you going to do? Like, what? I'm sure that things are happening behind the camera that aren't being shown um, to try and fix it or light fires under asses. But like, I, I feel like we need that. Oh, dang. Guardians just scored two more runs. Hey, there you go. And it's an O show, baby. Uh, but knock, knock. It, and, and we've talked about it. And I want to know, like Devers doesn't seem like the guy who is, like he's he's probably the face of the Red Sox, but I don't know if he's like the heart and soul of the Red Sox. You know what I mean? I I don't know if that's coming off correct. Um, but I I when I see this kid play, I'm like, yo, I think Verdugo needs to be that guy. Ugh, I don't I don't know if it's Verdugo. I I don't I don't know. I'm not a Red Sox fan. I've seen him. I've seen him play. I think he's a pretty good ball player. I think. Um, I know big fan of the show, uh, Mr. Taylor. I know his, uh, I believe he said his oldest daughter has a huge crush on Verdugo, and Mr. Taylor has given her permission to date Mr. Verdugo if, if <laughs> that ever became a possibility. <laughs> but I, I think he plays with his heart on his sleeve, and I think that's a really good thing to see from a player. Yeah. Um, is he is Verdugo uh, kind of a jackass? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but do I think he's he has like almost that attitude could, that could really like you know? And and Trevor Story like is just coming back too. So like, is it Story? Like, who does this team go to now? It, it doesn't seem like they have a a guy. You know? Yeah. Uh, I I mean it right like now. It should be Bogarts. Right now, yeah. it, it should be Bogarts because he's the elder statesman and he's been with the team the longest. And it's it's been the same. He's won two World Series with the team. Like, that's your guy, right? And, you know, I don't buy for a second his, well, I don't know what's going to happen uh, next year with my contract. I shot the hell up. Like, you see a guy like Aaron Judge, and yeah, I'm going to compare the two right now. That's bullshit because Judge is in the same boat, but Judge is actually a free agent next year, right? Xander still, Xander still has guaranteed money for next year. He's just being a little baby about it. And, oh, it's messing with my game. I don't know. It's, shut up, dude. Look at Aaron Judge. He's hit out there who just got his 50th home run last night, right? Yeah, number 50. Number 50, baby. Yep. I talked about it a little bit on the earlier Twitter space, and we'll bring it up later today. 
Yep. But he's going out there and he's earning every freaking penny he's going to get next year right now. And he's doing it in, in a in a big way. Whereas Bogarts is not contributing a dime to his next contract right right now. Um, yeah. Maybe it's yeah. story next. You know, it, it all depends on what Bogarts happens, right? What happens if Bogarts opts in, right? Then he's going to go through the same thing next year. Oh, my next contract. Oh. Come on, get over it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's weird to see a player who's been really cru- really crucial and really, like, pivotal for that Red Sox team. And obviously, I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a rival team, but I also just love baseball. But I look at it, I'm like, man, like, almost like as Xander goes, the Red Sox go. Like, like when Xander is, is awesome, the Red Sox are awesome. If Xander's crap, the team is crap. And yeah. he's got like he's got this like bad attitude. He's not getting it done. You know, we talked about it where he was dodging the press after that game, and I, I feel like that was like a huge turning point in this in Xander Bogarts's rest of season. Like, hey, like he's gonna he he better opt in. You know, as a player, I'm like, dude, yeah. you gotta opt in. I mean, hey, you won. You've been part of championship teams. And for the Red Sox, and you probably don't want to go through a quote rebuild, but that like you're that you're the guy, you're that guy. I mean, Devers is definitely the face, right? He's got to be. He's he's so marketable. He kicks ass. Well, like, if they if they sign him, <laughs> yeah, if they if they can keep him, he's got to be the face of the franchise. You know, but it, like right now, it's like Xander. Like, dude, no one's gonna freaking pay you. I don't know if you were going for the money or whatnot, but no one's gonna pay you after this year. So you might as well opt in and just continue to be the face of the Red Sox. Yeah, so I would. You if I was up. him, I would opt in. I'm, I'm with you, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I just don't get it sometimes. And you know, we've we've mentioned it before. Aaron Judge is doing it right. Hey, future professional athletes, this is how you do it. Granted, you need to be firing on all cylinders, but I gotta imagine there's no off the field nonsense for Aaron Judge. Like he's just like, listen, that's the way it is. That's how you're gonna treat me. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna prove it. Yeah. And, and he's getting it done, and he's not making excuses. He's, he's going out there. He's performing every game, even though the Yankees are in a little bit of a slump right now. And you know, I talked about it a little bit earlier today on a little quick hitter. But Aaron Judge is, is, you know, chasing this home run record. And some people consider it, like, the, quote, real home run record. Whatever you – however you define it, it's still a Yankees record if mm-hmm. he, if, that he's chasing. And I think that's really freaking cool to see someone who's chasing a team's record. And it's almost – his record might, you know, be the fulcrum of the Yankees' season. You know, like, hey, like if he doesn't if he if he gets the record and the Yankees dud in the playoffs, like like what like what do you do with that? You know, if he gets the record and the Yankees wind up winning it all, not saying that they will, but if they win it all, what an amazing season. If he doesn't get the record and the Yankees sputter out like, oh, what a waste of a year. Like, what the hell just happened? You know, it it gives 
if if Judge doesn't get the record and the Yankees sputter out, what do you think that the Yankees would do? Like, do they do they bring back Judge? Or they're like, oh well, we stunk with we stunk with you, so we don't even need to bring you back. Like, I have a feeling that might be a real thing, and I'm like annoyed with that. I don't even I don't even know. It, it's like unfathomable to I don't I don't even know why I spoke it because <laughs> great I just spoke it into freaking existence. Like Jesus, and if that does if that does happen. I need to buy some lottery tickets. Like, <laughs> I just need to start buying lottery tickets all the time. Because <laughs> one of these days I'm going to hit, baby. One of these days I'm going to hit. Like my hits on the Adley Rushman rookies I'm, get, I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the wait. O's. I can't O's wait shows. for those. Bleacher Brawls O's show. Maybe that's what this will we'll, we'll do a Bleacher Brawls O's 30-minute segment every day. Maybe we should just make that happen. I would love that. I would love that. Maybe Patrick will love it too. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him on some extra podcasts. Yeah. Um. All right. So Red Sox, you know, kind of dead in the water. Um, they lose the game to the Twins last night. Only, only Verdugo and Arroyo are hitting. Story, actually, Story's come back. He had three hits yesterday. Um, that was encouraging. Um, but that's about it. Um, shall we move to the Yanks? I know we were, you were kind of just talking judge a bit, but, um, Yanks are still sputtering too. Who are they playing? They're playing. They're, they're, they're playing did the they Angels. lose? Did they lose last night? Yes. They lost last night four to three. Yeah. Like, and I said it earlier, the word for the Yankees is finish. Just finish finish you got to get it done and there's a couple like we we've mentioned on other podcasts other youtube videos there, there's definitely players that need to step up freaking i don't know like aaron judge is doing everything in his power he had two walks last night like he's only getting he's only really getting to swing the bat you know a handful of times he's just gonna yeah. get walked nobody's pitching to um, him and listen if i'm another team yeah make those other guys beat you yeah. Make the make the other Yankees beat you, and the, I. It's t- it's tough to see. I mean, one thing that was really encouraging was Clay Holmes last night. Uh, one inning, one strikeout. He, you know, he had seven pitches, six were strikes. You know, like that's that's very. I feel good about that. You know, and for a guy who was like who was struggling. I mean, granted it is the Angels and they're they're not very good, but we just lost to them. But Montas stunk it up and you know, every time Montas stinks it up, you got to go what happened? Like how come we couldn't get Castillo? Yeah. And and I feel like Castillo has been on fire. Uh, I'm gonna just look up his his stats since he got traded, but ev- literally every time you see Montas go out there and he he stinks, you're like, what? Why? Why did this happen? How come we couldn't finish the deal? How like what? What went wrong? What yeah. went wrong? Yeah, you t- you had an opportunity to go get that guy and bury everyone else. Um, but you know, you guys had the Yankees had 
you know, the horrible stretch, right? And then they won three, and it looked like they were coming out of it. They were playing good baseball. And then they got, like, one hit in the next 17 innings versus the A's. And they lose a game to the Angels yesterday. And it's like, these are the games you should win. Exactly. And I can't stress that enough. Like, dude, you got to go out and hammer these teams. You got to lay the hammer. You got to beat. The, you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, especially this part of the season because there's only a handful of games left. And I spoke about it a little earlier today. And the Yankees could sputter themselves and miss the playoffs. They really could. After this uh, series with the Angels, the, uh, they're going to play uh, the next uh, couple days. Boop boop boop. Uh, on third on Friday because they're uh, Thursday's their travel day. They. Rays, Twins, four with the Twins, three with the Rays, two with the Sox, three with the Brewers. Mm. You got Sox again for four uh, with the Pirates in between there. Pirates for two. And the Pirates beat us. Freaking, then you got the Blue Jays. Then you got the Red Hot O's. Doug's O's. Doug's O's. Doug O's. Doug's O's. Oh, Duglay. (laughs) Oh, that was a, uh, for those of you listening, that was, uh, Doug's nickname in uh, college. Uh, I don't even know how it really came up, but I just go, ooh, oh, Duglay. So <laughs> we spoke into an existence in the past, 10 years ago. We always knew Doug was going to be an O's fan. Um, it's full circle now. But, but it's like, hey, the Yankees could really just see themselves sputter out. And uh, earlier this year, John wrote a our, uh other Yankees, voice of the Yankees here at Bleacher Brawls, wrote a column called Enjoy the Ride. Uh, it was a really good column. Uh, you can find that at bleacherbrawls.com. Uh, another website plug right there is uh, I was just enjoying this year as a whole. I really just enjoyed it as being a fan. Despite the win, despite the losing, I've still really enjoyed the year as a Yankees fan in particular. Uh, you got to see Oswaldo Cabrera. That's really cool. You're seeing Judge chase a record. You're seeing the Yankees in a playoff run. And, oh, man, like, to me, I always hated when teams would just blow it out of the water. Like, oh, man, this team has 100-something wins. They're, they're in. Like, yeah. I kind of I like the struggle. It makes it interesting. It keeps you invested as opposed to, like, okay, we're now I'm just kneeling it out until we get to postseason baseball. Yeah, it's making every game fun, and I kind of enjoy that, even though it's a little like, oh, dude, can we just get it right? I mean, that's how I'm feeling with the Orioles. I'm looking forward to it every dang day because exactly they got a chance to go out and win and 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 get in when everyone just wrote them off. So that I'm looking at it the same way. It, it's fun. It is exciting. Camden is on fire, man. But I, I get it. Um, the, you know, the closer people are, it makes for those, like, this is where people really start paying attention to baseball, right? You know, you have your casual fans who kind of don't watch until the all-star break. Then you still have some who are like, well, I'll, I'll watch, you know, three, four weeks out. And, and it's like, I hate those people because they should have been watching all year. Right. But um, these are the games that everyone's tuning in for because every single game matters going forward. Yeah, and especially like, and I always had this joke, and 
you know, like you just touched upon, like the last couple weeks of the season, you're like, oh man, we're really going to see who's going to get in. We're going to see postseason. It's like watching a basketball game. You like, you only really need to see the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, okay. Like everything up until this point was like stupid. It just gets us, gets gets us to here. Um, right. And, but how I see it is a basketball game. They got four quarters and it all amounts to just the ending and the right. Obviously that's over one game. The baseball season is literally that like we're in the last two minutes. We're in the last two the equivalent of the last two minutes of the baseball season. People are all eyes are on you now. And I'm, I, I, I'm wondering if this is almost like part of the psychology because teams like this, teams like this, like this Yankees team, teams like these Orioles teams, you know, teams like these Red Sox teams. And I'm going to cover it in like all three of it. The Yankees, they got like the, obviously the New York limelight they're and they're getting hammered by the freaking sports analysts. Like, oh man, these guys were the best. They were on track to do this. They were on track to do that. And now they're failing. They're, 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 they're shitting the bed. Yeah. The Red Sox, oh man, like they could be good and now they're bad. And now they're, it's like, let's just see what we have. And it's like, okay. And then no one was on the O's. Now everyone's on the O's. I'm starting to join the O's bandwagon. <laughs> heck, heck yeah. Uh, it's just fun to watch tangently. I'm really enjoying the fact that you're enjoying it. Um, it but. It's like, hey, I, I think I legitimately think that this is the this last thirty something game stretch is the last two minutes of a basketball game. I just, I just got to comment on how the last couple of weeks have been during our podcasts. You know, uh, you know, we haven't done like playoffs. You know, who we think the winners are going to be every week, but it's like first it was me, right? Then, then Patrick was in. And then now yesterday we got four four out of five of us saying that the O's are going to make the playoffs. Like, where did that come from? Uh, listen, it was it was literally one of those things. It's like, how long can they hold it on? And they're they're holding on. And you know, if you listen to the podcast from the other day, you know, I I really think that the O's are going to slide in. Uh, I think I also said the Twins. And then uh, also the Rays, or uh, I think I said the Mariners. I forget what I said. I'm just, hey, <laughs> if you're listening in, I don't mean to be flip-flopping, and you're like, oh, you said this, and now you're saying this. Uh, I've had like three hours of total sleep in the last two days because of the new baby. Yeah. Shout out to the baby. Um, not the rapper, the baby. I mean like my baby. Uh, hey, the baby, future sponsor of the Bleacher Rolls podcast. Nice. Shout out. Maybe we can get in touch with him about using some of his music. That might help us a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm looking at the wild card standings right now. As of this recording, you know, Baltimore's two games out, Minnesota's three games out. And we talked about it earlier Toronto and, and uh, Tampa are going to be beating up on each other. I think Seattle's a good team. I really, I think Seattle as a whole is a very good team. Plus, they have a super easy rest of the year. Yeah, their schedule is easy. And I remember trying to say something a little spicy about how uh, the Twins will get it in. And uh, I, I still stand behind. I still think Milwaukee's going to slide in and San Diego's going to slide themselves out. 
Yeah. Even That'd though be... that San Diego team is awesome. Yeah. Worst collapse if the Yankees miss the division or if the <clears throat> or if the Padres miss the wild card. Which is more embarrassing, or like which is as, bigger? Mess? As objective, you know, if you weren't a Yankee fan, you were just an outsider. Uh, what's I more think, embarrassing? I, I think I think the Yankees missing yeah. this division. Like, if if the Yankees were a quote wild card team, that's a bigger disappointment. But but how embarrassing can you say to your fan base? And go and say to them, dude, we we just traded for Juan Soto. At the at the trade deadline, and we're not going to get into the playoffs. Could you like? How do you answer to that? Uh, I think like <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. How do you I, answer I that? Sides. My thing. My my big argument is the Yankees were projected to have like this ridiculous win count, and yeah. now they're now they're a wild card team. Like, yeah, hey, San Diego, they're flexing their muscles. They're trying to get into the like the division they're trying to get in definitely lock up a wild card spot and i think if they miss that'll be disappointing but Uh i think oh sorry wow what the hell just happened i just started like choking um just like the freaking padres are uh like the tati stuff boom he stinks He's been stinking it up blake snell hasn't been himself i said it mr poopy pants sean mania on our last <laughs> podcast, he's my yeah. league dud. He's been he's been stinking it up, like, and you, you know, Soto hasn't been amazing since being there. Josh Hader has been crap. Yeah, like that guy's still playing for the Brewers. Yeah, you know, dude, I don't want to talk about that, but he's basically. Freaking, I mean, he's he's going to help the Brewers. Get yeah, he's he's, he's helping <laughs> vault the Brewers in. I think he's just like, hey, Yelich, I like you a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna start blowing saves, uh, but, but yeah, I think it's about even. But I I gotta say that the Yankees not winning the division after being on trajectory to have a re- like 106 wins, and then they're gonna be a freaking wild card team. That's a pretty big disappointment, as opposed to a team that's like, "Hey, we're going for it. We're pushing the chips." Yeah, because they're well, still going to have all those guys in, in, for next year. Right, right. You know absolutely. what I mean? That I, that's that's my angle. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, if you're listening, let us know what you think. What's the bigger disappointment, Yankees? If if this happens, if the Yankees don't win the division, or if the Padres miss the playoffs completely, let us know what you think is going to be the bigger embarrassment. Yeah, we'll get a tweet sent out about that tomorrow because I think that's a good question. But that's a freaking great question. Good yeah, one, Doug. Yeah, Yankees fans just have to be objective and look at the whole picture because I know a lot of our audience is those Yankee fans. All right. So how many more home runs does Mr. Judge need? He needs twelve. Twelve more to get to sixty two. Yeah, twelve for sixty two. Okay. Um, and he has 35 or so, 34 games. Yeah, to... something like that. Let's see here. Where are the Yankees at? 33. 33. 33. Okay. Um, and I, I think he, I, I think, I think I said 62 on a previous recording. Didn't we do, didn't, yeah, didn't me and you do over, over under 62? I, I think so. I think I said, 
think we did, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was something stupid. Uh, hey, if you're listening, fact check us. And if yeah. you're doing it, screen record it. We would love to see you screen recording. If you're listening, screenshot the podcast. Um, it, screen record something that you think is funny and repost it on your own. Like share it with your friends. We we would love to. You know, like I said, we would love to get more people in just hanging out with us, especially on these Tuesday Twitter Space shows. Where as long as you have Twitter, you can come and hang out. Yeah, you can hang. Never been on a podcast before? Come on in here. Yeah, Next Tuesday. even if you just wanted to ask a question and then dip out. That was cool with us, too. Is yeah. I think Judge has 12 more. I think he's got 12 more. That's almost like one every three. Yeah, I, I think it... The, the Now, here's the thing. is One every two and a half. If the guys hitting behind him aren't doing anything... He's not going to get the opportunity because they'll just walk him every time. They're going right. to give him the bonds treatment. Yeah, like, and he's got some good opportunities to do it. He's got a, a handful of home games where obviously everyone will make fun of the the short porch. I mean, Judge to his credit has also hit some missiles this year that are going to freaking other countries. That's how far he's hitting them. But yeah. obviously, like, hey, you ch- you take advantage of the home rules. So he's got four four at home with the Twins, three at home with the Rays. So that's seven games right there. You got another uh, two with the Pirates, another four. You know, so you're looking at at least thirteen home games right there. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen home games to do it, and that like in that smaller park that is New York. So he's got the opportunities to do it, and. I feel like, <laughs> hey, just how uh, Derek was saying that they, people should just lob in some balls for Pujols, lobbing in for Judge. <laughs> yeah. And here's my reasoning is it'll help you get a contract because you'll see Judge's numbers inflate, then your number is somehow going to inflate later down the line. So <laughs> do yourself a favor. Give Judge a home run. Yeah, I, I think um, I think we'd all like to see it because it's been a couple years now since we've had – did we have 50 home runs last year? I don't think so, right? Uh, I don't I think, think it's so been either. A, I think it's been I, a minute, right? I, I'll also say this. You brought up a really good item the other day about Pujols chasing this record for seven uh, – Not, I keep calling it a record. It's just a really big milestone, and yeah. I almost like consider it a record. Like, yeah. Even yeah. though it's not the record, it's a record, and it's really – it's a huge, huge milestone that – like I don't think we're gonna see for another long time, and I don't yeah. think we're gonna see anyone hit this many in a single season in a long time again, too. Yeah, I, uh, I think pitching is getting better. I think you know uh, hitters. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say hitters are getting worse, but I feel like uh, just the way the game is being played. Teams are figuring out who the hot hitters are. They're not pitching to them. They're figuring out ways around them. Scouting's way better. They're like, hey, like, let's just pitch around this guy. Or these are the pitches that he doesn't hit well. And the the good hitters hit. The bad hitters don't. But I feel like we haven't had like a true like slugger in a while either. You know what I mean? Like when we were kids, the sluggers were Griffey, Bonds, yep. McGuire, and Sosa. And like those were the heavy hitters. And then there was a bunch of guys who could hit home runs. But the, I feel like we haven't had sluggers in a long time. Almost like – it almost feels like Judge is that guy for us. And, like, yeah, I guess Pete Alonzo too. You could consider him a slugger. But 
you know, I feel like we haven't had a slugger. So I, for baseball, I think that this is a good thing. I think everyone should be cheering for Aaron Judge. Yeah, I mean, even as a Red Sox fan, or sorry, even as an O's fan, <laughs> I'm I'm cheering for him uh, because I I just think it's cool. Um, all right, so moving on, you mentioned the next point is Mr. Pujols hit uh, home run number fifteen of the season last year. Uh, wow, last night. And that means he only has six more to go till 700. And I'm trying to load the game now to see if he's playing tonight. He is. He is playing tonight. Um, actually, he's up next once the Cardinals come up be. to bat. And um, can I call it? Can I call it? Call your shot, baby. All right. Oh, no. It let off. What happened? Uh, oh, maybe he just got out. Yeah, he popped out the shortstop. Dang it. All right. Then I'm not going to call it. <laughs> I thought he was up. Oh, well. I, I was one oh, better okay. off. It's okay. Um, and I said it earlier. If he gets hot, if he gets really hot, I think he could do it by the end of the first full week of September, which I think uh, would bring us to September 10th. Okay. You know, I, listen. If he's hitting, if he's hitting well, he can he can do it. He's got another game with the Reds after tonight, and I don't want to. This is not me picking on teams or whatever. You know, the only major leaguer I will ever pick on was Joey Gallo, and it's because I think I could strike him out, and I throw maybe thirty miles an hour. Um, but he's got, he's got the Cubs at like he's got. What seven seven home games coming up? You know you got to feel, and he's he obviously knows that park. Yep, he knows that park well, and he's he's got the Cubs and the Nationals, so you're not necessarily facing the best pitchers. Like you're like uh, he's going to face Justin Steele, um, Drew Smiley, and Adrian Sampson for the Cubs games. It's kind of hard to see who the Nationals are going to pitch. Because that's a little far out, uh-huh. but you know you got to think he's not going to be facing these awesome lights out strikeout guys. Yeah, these guys are going to be throwing things over the plate. I really think. You know what? I think oh, he's going to call it. I, I think he's going to do it by September tenth. Wow. Okay. I think he's going to do seven hundred by September tenth. I know that's insane. I know that means he's going to hit a home run every other game, but I think he's going to do it. I I don't know. No, he's he won't, but he really won't. <laughs> he really won't. Every other game, that's a it, that's a Barry Bonds number. Like every other game, uh, but yeah, by the end of the by the end of the month, I think he'll have the seven hundred mark. Yeah. Albert Pujols, I'm rooting for you, buddy. I think Gosh. most of everyone is rooting for you. Everyone if you're not is. rooting for him, yeah. I'll kick you in the shins. Yeah, like that's a whole baseball thing. Like you're rooting for him. Um, kind of sad if you're not. I mean, what bad, what malice has the guy done in, you know, in in his career? Um, yeah, so he, he and, definitely. And Pujols has been one of those guys for 22 years. I feel like he hasn't had that like off the field nonsense 
for as big a player as he was. Yeah. Can we can we talk about that for uh, just a quick second? Yeah. Like before. not to I, I, it. It always seems with these big name players that they have some sort of nonsense come about them. Like obviously A Rod and Jeter, you know, A Rod even just steroids. You know, it, it always seems like these big players had their, you know, little Achilles heel that was off the field. And I feel, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like Pujols like just played the game and he's been playing it for a long time. I think like what 22, 23 years, something stupid. And yeah, he's been like he came into the league when I was like nine, nine, like nine years old or something like that. And he's just been that guy. Like, and I'm not a like I root for the Brewers, so I was rooting for against Pools for a long time. And then he switched teams, and then I start, and then he's back to the Cardinals. So I'm like, I hate Pools, um, especially when he plays the freaking uh, Brewers. Mm. But, uh, Heck, it's it just feels like he's had a really cool and awesome career. You know, no nonsense off the field. You know, once again, if you're listening and he has had some nonsense off the field, let me know. Uh, I don't follow him every move that Pujols does, but you know, I just feel like Pujols has had a really cool career. I'm really happy for the guy. Hope he gets to it. You know, barring an injury that takes him out rest of the season, he should get the 700. Yeah, so I'm not saying that David Ortiz had off the field issues, but David Ortiz was like a loud guy, right? He, he, you know, he's always outspoken, you know, talking, you know, he was a great person. And this, this is not that, but Albert Pujols did it quietly. Like, like David Ortiz did it loud. And he was, you know, the, you know, the guy Pujols just, just quiet about it all the time and, the, and, and the humble. Only, the only quieter person I could think of is Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, that dude is and, pretty quiet. I mean, granted, too. He's not a slugger like that, but it, and we talked about it when we were in college. It was wow, Paul Goldschmidt is having like the quietest Hall of Fame career you could ever hear of. Yeah, and I, I legitimately think he could go to the Hall. I would love that. I, I mean, would love I mean. You can add a an MVP this year. You can add a triple crown yeah. this year. You can add a World Series title this year. Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, I I really think Goldie has been, you know, and if he, and if he doesn't make it to the Hall of Fame, it'll be a shame. He's I'm not saying he's a first ballot type of guy, but uh, shout out to Patrick's uh, Cardinals because he's a Cardinals fan, I guess, because he wants us to talk about the Cardinals yeah. uh, some more. Um, but here, here's our little Cardinals segment. But yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, like, what a freaking career! What a year, too. Uh, he, he's still above. He's still like well above 300. I want to say. Uh, he just, you know, he's second. He's behind uh, Schwarber and home runs. He's he's just been the man. He's hitting 335, 33 homers, 105 RBIs. Like, what more do you want from the guy? And he's what freaking. And he's uh, how old? He's thirty four. Like he's he not really? a young man. Yeah, he's thirty four. He's like not much older than us. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, freak, I freaking sneezed and I hurt my back. Like this guy's <laughs> going out and crushing MLB right now. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, yeah, he broke in in two thousand eleven. 
and he played a bunch of years with the Diamondbacks, and yep. you know he never hit more than thirty six home runs in a season. He did that twice with Arizona. Yeah, and he was never a slugger or anything. He was just a really good hitter. Yeah, and he and he's at thirty three right now. So yeah, what I mean, monster. where is it? Three hundred career home runs, uh, one hundred forty five stolen bases, um, and just. Where's his batting average at? Uh, you know, he's 296, so he's a 300 hitter. You know, 400 on base guy, 391. Uh, yeah, I mean, he could be. I, I I would love to see it. I would think he's a phenomenal ball player. And you know what? I think I need to add a Paul Goldschmidt card to my personal collection. Hey, if, if you're listening and you have a Paul Goldschmidt card, let me know at Barnes BBS. Uh, I would love to uh, talk to you about getting that card from you. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag the hobby. <laughs> the hobby. The hobby. All right, Mister Barnes. Do you have anything else to add, sir? Did we uh, miss anything? Uh, I don't think we missed anything. I think uh, I think we covered everything that we need to cover. You know, O's Cardinals. So yeah, I think we really just did a good job tonight. And that's a toot our own horn, but beep, toot toot. this is now an orioles and cardinals podcast (laughs) don't don't fire us don't fire us (laughs) all right uh, i think i think we covered everything if uh you know uh we talked about it a little bit uh i'm gonna take a crack at it if you don't mind doug you can find us anywhere yeah find us at bleacherbrawls.com we got columns going up weekly Uh, check out our youtube page derek our uh, youtube consigliere Consigliere. aka AKA stat masterson uh he's he's putting up youtube videos every day uh, (laughs) listen if we could let as luke says if we would let him put up 20 youtubes a day he would uh and you know where we work we don't get paid uh we heard you heard that on a uh on a Luke special one time where, uh, you know, he didn't pay for Doug's flight. Uh, <laughs> just like Juan Soto, he had to get his own plane uh, for to a team that stinks. And uh, But anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify or Apple Pod, we, uh, YouTube, BleachBrawls.com, we're here on Twitter. You got questions, we got answers. Feel free to hit us up. You did a wonderful job. You did it better than me. I've been practicing in my bedroom every night, <laughs> dreaming of this moment. You're just holding up the baby, being like, "This is where you can find it." <laughs> I'm I'm actually also working on uh, potential uh, commercials that we could run. Like, hey, like, oh, and I'll do a read for sport clips, or I don't know, something stupid. Because maybe I'll do a better job than uh, who is uh, the guy that Patrick hated who does those commercials. Um, oh. Uh, Mount Castle? Who does oh, that? Oh, the car movie? shield. Yeah, car shield. Like, yeah, I want to be that guy. I want. I, I think I've got a true. I think I got a calling here. I can read commercials, baby. I like it. All right. Um, if we did miss something, guess what? It's your own fault because you guys should be here with us, uh, telling us what to talk about, who to talk about, when to talk about it. You can always join us on our Tuesday evening show <laughs> that's right baby tuesday night show Woo! all right um i'm doug that's barnsey 
We will catch you next Tuesday. Say goodnight, Barnes. Bye-bye. <laughs>